Welcome to Headliner the Podcast with your hosts, Stephen Heckberg and Philip Goudreau. Headliner coming back at you, Phil Godreau, Stephen Heckbert. This week we're talking about research, Stephen, doing your own research. Isn't that exciting? Uh, That's a phrase we've heard a lot in the last couple of years, isn't it? Uh, it is. We've heard it from a lot of people who haven't necessarily expanded their own research into a variety of other ways. But in this case, I think the ones I want to talk about are people who see something they agree with and then they immediately sign on without having done any additional thinking and independent thought about are the people here people I want to associate with? Mm -hmm. uh, and of course, we're going to talk about whichever way you want to call it, whether it's Freedom Convoy or Flute Truck Stand. It, it doesn't really matter how you call it. But, uh, but this goes for every side of the issue. This is how I'd like to sort of start us off. I've had some friends who have, of course, had some concerns around vaccine mandates. We talked briefly about that in the last episode. And I appreciate their concerns. I, I, I understand them. I may not share them, but I understand them. But some of these people immediately signed on as supporters of the of the movement, uh, and they said, good for them. And I had some significant questions from a very early stage because I know that there's a thing called the Internet, and yes. I know that it sometimes can lead you astray. And I know really? That it, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure my friend Abraham Lincoln said, you can trust everything you see on the Internet. Uh, so, uh, and I think George Washington also chopped down cherry trees when people uh, accused uh, people of lying on the internet. To make, to make teeth, right? Exactly. Yeah. So I do happen to know that you can't trust everything you read on the internet. And I also know that you shouldn't follow anyone blindly. Unless it's us. Listen and trust it. Everything we say in well, this podcast. Okay. Phil, you're right. I mean, obviously. Yeah, including, we're, we're on the level. I'm not including us in this group. Uh, no, and, and you shouldn't trust anything. You should You should always make sure that you, again, as we talked, understand what someone's motivation would be for coming at you with their information. Mm -hmm. Understand what their motivation might be. Firebook, 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 uh, firebook. Understand what their motivation might be for having an opinion on this. And, and, I, and I really, I felt bad for the number of people who then got completely wedded to the idea that this movement that they were supporting must represent their point of view. When, in fact, it was quite clear to me quite early on that they did not represent, and I might have agreed, let's say I agreed with 60% of what they said, mm -hmm. but there was at least 40% of it that I couldn't agree with. Yes. And, and more importantly than that, they were also attracting elements to them that I could not abide. Right. And I tried to explain to some people that you can't credit them, you can't credit a movement with uh, an openness if they're bringing the Confederate flag to our city. You can't. And you can say, well, that's, uh, you know, those are certain people. No, uh, you, you are identified by the worst among us, always. And so I, I always try to sort of indicate to people that a little bit of research, a little bit of background knowledge about who are the people that you're going to be associating with, what are their values, what do they represent, and do I want to be represented with those people? That's the kind of research I think I'm talking about. Sure. And... Uh I've, we've talked about this uh, a little bit. I certainly saw some shades with the trucker convoy of uh, Occupy Ottawa a decade ago and, and, and Wall Street and all the, the other Occupy movements or even the, the Seattle Autonomous Zone uh, that came to the fore uh, within the last couple of years, right? Uh, and and I have the, we'd have the same advice for those people, right? In that there were some fringe, wacko kind of elements in those groups. 
And, and again, it, it, it can really, and I understand that your desire to simplify your life. I do. I understand people's desire to simplify their life, that it's just easier to accept what someone else is telling you. Uh, I also know, however, that one of the things that I was reminded of as I watched what happened in Ottawa in February of, of 2022, what I was reminded of is that people don't think a lot. <laughs> and Quote of the year right there. Yeah. And people don't even really get to basics very well. Uh, the number of people I had to say, people have a right to protest, but vehicles don't, toasters don't, you know, you can't. Hot tubs don't. Hot tubs don't have Bouncy a right to protest. Don't. Bouncy castles don't have a right to protest. Like, like inanimate objects have no right to protest. And so people would then say to me, well, what do you mean by that? Well, you can come and you can protest on Parliament Hill. No problem. Happens you all the time. can't bring your truck. Your truck, when you park it illegally, blocking a major thoroughfare, your truck doesn't have any rights. And worse, actually, without sort of pointing out the law, which I thought was fairly clear, if it's a commercial vehicle, it has fewer rights still because it actually is owned by a corporation. And while a corporation, the boring people, uh, is, a, is a person in law, it actually is not a person in terms of having rights the right. same way that a person has. Yeah. So. So, you, you know, they park their commercial vehicles and then they're like, well, I'm, I'm exercising my right to protest. No, you're not. You're exercising your vehicle's right to protest and it doesn't have a right to protest. And I think this is, again, where some research around the organization that I'm trying to sort of participate in. And, and you know, the flip side of this, of course, is then there are people who are not doing uh, any research uh, and either attacking people without rights. I mean, there were some restaurants in Ottawa who got tarred with, uh, you know, sort of supporting the convoy and they'd done nothing of that. And then there was another, either whether you call her a poor misguided woman or someone who didn't pay any attention, uh, but she donated two different ways. Right. Uh, and she's um, obviously being canceled right now in, in the city and that's going to be a challenge for her. Uh, right. So if you're listening to this and you missed. Stella Luna's uh, delightful, what do they make? What's Italian ice cream? Gelato. gelato. If you miss Stella Luna's wonderful gelato, uh, I can certainly understand that that's uh, an absence in your life. But, you know, my advice to her, if she's listening to the podcast, I would have made an immediate $1,000 donation to the Sexual Assault Support Center of Ottawa, and I would have ensured that I hired only people who were actively opposed uh, to the convoy, and I would have them in my front window as sort of my spokespeople from now on. Instead, she went on Fox News yesterday. So, Oh, exciting. Yeah. And in so. the Ottawa Citizen before that, right? And and you could have a whole conversation around that data, which was illegally obtained through a hack, right? Uh, but uh, unfortunately, these kinds of things happen, right? You you we, We've talked about not going off the record. Well, I, I think making any kind of political sort of donation, which this effectively is, and expecting to just skate by uh, without any knowledge of it is fanciful the, wishful thinking the internet is inaccurate the internet has no secrets mm -hmm. so you're and no context too and often. no context so you should assume that if you do something like this people are going to find out about it mm -hmm. it's as though the parlor uh, leak from from 2021 yeah like how is that a surprise to anyone of course these sites get set up with very weak security you should assume that you will have no protection of your personal information so again it meets the fundamental rule we would always say if you don't want to see this on the front page of the Globe and Mail, don't do it. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Headliner, the podcast. 
If you want to know more about how you can improve your organization's communication strategies, visit headlinerthebook.com. We'll see you next week.